he's like grabbing me, trying to like shake me to wake me up because I'm out cold, right? I'm like gone. I'm like in La La Land. So I finally come to, come to, right? And I'm sitting down and he's like, hey man, yo Mitch, you gonna be all right. Hip Hop Hustle Podcast, man. You heard it here first. He's not playing. No, Aaron's not playing. No fucking game. You got your ear to the streets, man. Much love to all the people down under. And make sure y'all follow the Hip Hop Hustle podcast, man, because they're giving y'all nothing but the real shit. But yeah, man, appreciate the intro, bro. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's kick it off. Shout out to the whole Hip Hop Hustle podcast. What's up with it? It's official. For the first time ever, we have Hip Hop Hustle podcast merch. From hoodies to T-shirts to hats and even slides, Go to the hiphophustlepodcast.com to get yours. All right, there we go. Welcome to the Hip Hop Hustle Podcast. I am extremely excited about my next guests. That's right, we got two. It's a duo uh, come through, the one and only, the Twin Kings. Uh, for those of you that, that, that aren't aware, two albums this year, which is really pretty impressive, i got to say, uh, She Made Heaven Fall and... And froze summer. I had to make sure that there's like an and 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 in there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> incredibly, uh, incredibly privileged to have you both on the show. Uh, one of the the two people in hip hop who are pushing the boundaries in terms of lyricism, sound, and just really trying to get yourselves into into the the main conversations. I mean, you guys both have have the ability to do it. So yeah, absolute pleasure That's to have you on the honor. show. Definitely honored to be here. Yep, thank you for having us, man. It's an honor to be here. Um, shout out to Australia. You know, Absolutely. I got nothing from you guys there. I hopefully am praying you guys fucking uh, uh really make a stable for us and we can, you know what I'm saying, you know, potentially come out there and do a show. Man, I would love to, you know what I'm saying, perform for you guys and show you what we're really capable of, man. I appreciate you having us. Thanks again, man, for sure. Absolutely. Well, do you guys have bucket list locations of where you want to go and like tour oh. and, and see? Absolutely. Fuck hell Absolutely. yeah. The whole world. <laughs> <laughs> I want, if I don't hit every continent, I, I feel like I failed. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we actually talk about that all the time. So we, we always said, you know, bucket list places to uh, to perform actually is Australia. Uh, Germany. Well, that was like number fourth on our list, but you know, you reaching out to us makes like go to Springfield that to the top. Um, but uh, Australia was one of them. Uh, London, uh, Africa, yep. and uh, uh, South America, somewhere like Brazil or something like that. We would love to Germany, the bunch Germany, of Europe. Um, you know, th- those are like top pinnacles for us. So, yeah, like I said, like like Twin said, we we our goals is to you know touch every and grace every continent and. You know, display our, our our talent and our capabilities, and I think should that we, uh, we can set up a set up a show in Antarctica. I'll do it too. Literally, I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, I wonder if you guys could do a show in Antarctica. Just that'd just just for shits and giggles, that'd be fire. I'm like, hey, 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 in the middle of summertime and freezing summer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if here's the deal: if you guys go have an Antarctica show, you gotta get me out there. I'd oh, love to. Look, we go. We go petition the government. Like, let us do it. Let us do it, please. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any artists who've done a show down there? Like, literally? No. I no, I don't. I've never seen it. That's why I'm like, I would do it in a heartbeat. So, let me set set up to, to everybody showing up. Bundle up. <laughs> it's gonna be cold. <laughs> At least you don't need ice in your drinks. <laughs> Hold it up in the air. That's it. That hot cocoa show. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> hot cocoa. Maybe straight hot drinks. Yeah, all hot drinks. Yeah, just hot toddies or Irish coffees. That's what you're gonna yeah. have to. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. All that'd, of that'd it. Be like that. Yeah, we're all well, probably blessed and drunk with beer too. So you don't feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> None to it all. Yeah. Well, I look forward to you both announcing your Antarctica tour um, and, and bringing that to the mainstream, getting tickets. But, hey, absolutely, anything to – that sounds like a great sales opportunity as far as I'm concerned. I'm like, you know, oh, yeah. I think, you know, every artist is looking at how can they do something new, how can they, you know, reinvent it. And obviously hip-hop especially is the most popular genre worldwide. Everyone no. is doing it. 
I mean, it feels like there's an artist popping out of the ground literally every single day just saying that, that they're up and they're ready to compete. But how does that feel for you both? Obviously, you've been doing this for quite a while. You've been seeing it for quite a while. How is the overall spectrum of hip-hop, especially when there's just, like, new artist after new artist coming through? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll start by saying uh, that's a great question. Um. I think what, how we feel and, and, and what our goals are, um, despite all of the traffic that comes through the, the hip hop scene and a lot of brand new artists and all that stuff like that, our main goal is to pretty much not sound like anybody else. Because if you notice a lot of hip hop artists, they try to, you know, follow a wave, you know, they, they gravitate to a sound that's in there right now. And they're not really focusing so much on on them, them themselves particularly. They're trying to differentiate themselves in a sound that's that's uh, uh, oversaturated right now. And and one thing that me and Twin we we really harp on is making sure that we don't sound like nobody else. We're trying to create a new trend, create a new sound, create a new energy, a new focus, a new topics. You know, so um, push the boundaries. That's really what we're getting at. Yeah, and definitely push the boundaries. I mean, I, I you know it's a it's a game where, you know, everybody feels as though they can do it. Um, and I've seen a lot of people do it and find their niche in another avenue or aspect of it. Some people start off rapping and then become engineers or DJs or, you know, whatever the case may be. It's really about, like, finding your passion. Like, me and Twin, we are passionate about this. So, like, we're very intricate with everything that we do. That's the reason why, you know, our our, our track titles tell us, like, it's a spoke, is a, is, is a curtain order. Like, you can read it like a spoken word. You know, that was just like that with the track titles and the album names. They go in order. So it's like, hey, we're giving people a new reason to, you know, like a like a track list, like, you know, um, and, you know, just doing something that's nobody else has done is like the biggest motivating factor. And like, you know, looking at the landscape that sets us so far apart, nobody can copy that idea because it'll, it'll, it'll just come right back to us because they'll be like, whoa, they did that from the beginning. <laughs> Time yeah, exactly. And that, that's kind of like the biggest motivating factor for us to make sure that even in an oversaturated market with a bunch, like you said, like like we said, a bunch of new artists, a bunch of new uh, 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 gimmicks, a bunch of new schemes, a bunch of new uh, 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 sounds. We just want to make sure that we don't sound like nobody else. And we want to make sure we differentiate ourselves between the oversaturation of trying to sound like the next big artist. We're trying to sound like us and we're only doing us. So that's the biggest thing. Facts. So would you say that that is probably the biggest mistake artists make right now is instead of finding their their sound, they're finding other artists and they're just trying to emulate their sound? Yes, that's the biggest problem. Like you, you hear like, you, you'll hear, or like the expectations is there. Like there's one thing to say I'm, I'm rapping, right? But then you got, you got 50 songs that sound the same. Because everybody's chasing that one hot record that has social media going fire, going crazy right now. And they're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to make something really similar so that, you know, I can ride that wave. And they're not really trying to do it for the love, the, the passion of like pinning a song from scratch with an idea that you came up with and, you know, brought to life. Instead, it's just like, oh, now I heard that I, I can do that. Because that yeah. not, like, not everybody's a writer anymore. Like, you know, there's not many writers out there. You know, and it's like coming across like people who actually write that have like something of substance is very rare to come by. That's why a lot of like, you know, mainstream artists, they have like a team of writers, you know. Yeah, we we, we harp on not having a team of writers. We It's just Facts. me and Facts. And all we do is compete with each other every day. And then 90 percent, 95% of it is us competing with each other. Like, I'm going to say the hottest bar or I'm going to say the hottest verse or I'm going to come up with a doper scheme on my verse than your scheme or your verse. And right. we compete with each other that way. So as far as like um, to answer your question, as far as like uh, uh, the biggest mistake, I wouldn't say necessarily yes. I would say yes and no. It can be a big mistake if if your if your if your whole goal and motivation is to make something that pops that can make you money right now. If you're trying to pop, make money right now, I get it. It makes complete sense. Just jump on the wave that's on the wave right now. Make something that's catchy and hot that's that fits the now, and then you know get your get your money. I'm never going to stop another artist from getting his money. Go for it. You know, but that's not our biggest motivation or our thing. We, we're like I said, we're just trying to make sure that we're completely different and, and make sure we sound different and our energy is different. Our, our concepts, the creativity behind things are completely different. And I think that's what it is. I mean, a lot of artists, they just want to they want to make a quick buck. They want to get out of their 
their uh, struggling situation or whether that be, you know, the poverty or whatever cases, you know, with their, their living situations or their money situations. And they're just trying to impress the next man. And that's not what we're motivated by. We're not motivated by impressing anybody. We just want to make sure that the only thing we want to impress you is the bars, the creativity, the songs, the the the, the concept, the the delivery, the flow, the, you know, we want to captivate people that way and not so much on, oh, I want to sound like little baby or I want to sound like uh, 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 the baby or I want to sound like uh, uh, sexy red or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to make sure we don't sound like nobody. You could easily say, yep, that's the twins. And I like them guys for doing just that. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, it's interesting. You, you mentioned, you know, writing and I feel like there is a hot trend for people to just go in the booth and not write and just punch in and just figure it out. Right. They're just like, they've seen the wave of people like Jay Z, Lil Wayne. And then they're just like, Oh, if they're not doing it, then I don't want to write. And I'm just going to take, and to me, this is obviously not as an artist, but to me, they come in, they take the easy way out where, you just improvise. You don't actually have to critically analyze your bars. And then you do some magic work in the back end and you rearrange it to make it sound good. Like, do you think yeah, that's I like to me that hurts hip hop. I think that takes away from the, the craft of lyricism of constructing bars, storytelling, everything that we grew up on as hip hop fans. Right. You got to think about that era. Like there was a whole era of like pin the pad and bringing the best lines that you created like over time, as opposed to now it's like, oh, I'm just going to say what's ever on my mind because everybody wants to be the next little Wayne. Everybody wants to be the next Jay-Z. Everybody's thoroughly impressed with the fact that they don't have to, you know, put pin to pad. They can just go into the booth and just create something on the spot. And they want to reach, they want to, you know, compare themselves to being that great, but you know, there's nothing wrong with writing, man. Like I will I always tell people I am a writer. I can write for myself. I can write for others, but I, nobody can write for me. You know what I mean? Like that's just like mm-hmm. that, that feeling of, of, of euphoria in regards to like, you know, constructing a song based off of a concept that I created. And I get to really be meticulous with, in regards to what I say, how I say it, what's my overall message and stuff like that. And I get to like put like when I, when, when fans ex- uh, appreciate and accept the fact that, you know, we're not, simple writers were complex you can't just listen to my song one time and think you got everything that i said or the schemes that, that i put in there i put a lot of easter eggs in there because you know i'm a marvel fan so i'm big on easter eggs so like i put easter eggs in the, the you know the track titles i put easter eggs in the songs i put you know it's like it's like i'm giving yeah. you i'm giving you art to digest you know and i and i pride myself on that well we pride ourselves on that. yeah and, I, and 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 just to piggyback off that i i, I completely agree i mean um uh, uh, I don't I don't take anything away from artists that are super talented because there are there are some super talented guys out there that don't have to put pen and pad and can just go into the booth and, you know, create something right there on the spot. But uh, like 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 me and what me and twin said, like we've been writing um, since we were nine years old, you know, formulating how to foot bars with words and terminology. And then we grew older and understood poetry and similes and metaphors and double entendres and, and, and haikus and stuff like that. So we, and we interpret that and we, and we interpret that and, and we incorporate that into all of our, all of our written content. So um, we try to be creative within that, that same element of hip hop. And I feel like it's not a bad thing that people want to, you know, do that, but I just feel like it takes away from you actually sitting down and saying this was fire because I even surprise myself sometimes with some of the concepts that, that we come up with. And I even come up with when I just sit down and write it because it's easy for me to, to be honest with you. I find like it's the, what, what, like what you said, it's the easy way out. Like you can kind of, I could easily go in the booth and just, you know, go off the top of my head and come up with a crazy concept and say, hey, keep this, take that out. Let me punch in here and do that. I, we could do that all day. But I feel like, does that really, does that really create a, a, a creative intellect? Does that really create a, 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 a message? Or is that just you just saying how you feel or just saying whatever? But, you know, hip hop is all about a, a, a expression. It's all about, you know, uh, um, what they say, creative expression. But I feel like when you would, for an artist to actually sit down, take their time to really craft something together, I th- that's what's really gonna propel a lot of artists. Because in my opinion, 
for example, let's talk about art, where you talk about Picasso, where you talk about uh, Leonardo da Vinci, where he took years and months to come up with something that's going to captivate and, and be super create creative with, you know, his audience or whoever was in, 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 um, introduced to his work. And then what happens when he comes out there after six months of sitting down and writing something and coming up with something that's super creative that nobody's ever seen before, everybody's going to say, whoa, didn't expect that. That's incredible. You know, and I, I think that's the 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 approach that me and Twin want to go with. We take our time yeah. to come up with something, and when we we want when people actually listen to us and consume our music, they're gonna say, "Whoa, I didn't know they they that was crazy. I didn't know it was that deep." And you know, and and that's what we kind of fuel ourselves off of. Right, deeper messages, man. Like let people let let let's really focus on the art of hip hop. Like you know, yeah. not not let that die. Exactly. Well, I feel like you should punch in if you're good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Jay-Z has still amazing bars. So I'm like, mm -hmm. well, it hasn't hurt his art. Lil Wayne has obviously shown that he can do it as well. He's got amazing bars. But if you yep. can't write, if you can't come up with amazing bars off the top, then you probably should start writing down. And for me personally, I'm like, there is something different about writing it and seeing the word and seeing the construction of the word. And then like mm -hmm. when you've got sentences, you're like, oh, I can see how this construction matches this construction. And you can almost start to see this unlocking of like a jigsaw puzzle of how yeah. different words can mesh together, how different rhyme schemes can work together, how internal rhyme schemes work. And there's no way you can look at that. If you're just doing it off the top, you just don't have the capacity to really do it unless you've been doing it for like 20 years. A long decade. Time. Right, yeah, right, exactly. Right, right. I mean, think about it. I mean, for even even with somebody as talented as Lil Wayne, you know, Lil Wayne, he didn't start off doing it that way. And I'm sure I'm 100 percent sure Jay-Z didn't start off doing it that way. You know, they started off with pen to pad, you know, pen, pen to paper, you know, I mean, pushing it that way. And then they they you know, created a living out of it. And that's all they had to focus on. I'm pretty sure if me and Twin made a living out of this and that was all we had to do every single day to make sure we feed our family, I'm pretty sure I probably would stop doing pen to pad too. Cause <laughs> I, I, would, I would start like coming up with, cause this, like, for example, I remember um, one of the last freestyle sessions that me and me, me, Twin and my, my, uh, my brother, my uh, older brother had, and we sat down and <clears throat> excuse me, we, I said the craziest bar and everybody was like, Oh, that was crazy. And mind you, can I tell you what that bar was right now? No, no, I can't. I, but I promise you this much. It was a crazy enough bar for them. People like, yo, that was crazy. That was, you know, but I didn't, you know, I, I, I was just going off the top of my head. If, if you don't have the recording session until you lose a lot of substance, you lose a lot of, a lot of stuff. But if you actually was sitting down and writing something and that was crazy, you know, you can actually go back to it and say, oh, that's what I said. That's crazy to me. Let me, you know, and then we feed off of that and keep going and stuff like that. So, like I said, I mean, everybody starts off with pen and pad. I think if you, as a brand new artist or a brand new artist out there, if you if you are just running away from the pen and pad, I think that's the wrong angle. I think you should focus on the pen and pad first to make sure you master your craft. And then once you deliver enough stuff with pen and pad and you feel like you can jump off the pen and pad and go, go all off memory, then, hey, I salute to you, you know? Next. And it's called rap. It's rhythm and poetry. If you don't yep. have poetry, then you're not really rapping. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's weird that it's literally in the name. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you need to have poetry. If there's no poetry, you're doing something completely different. It's not actually rap. Exactly. Yeah, and, I, and just because you said that, um, I'm I've, I'm actually working on uh, releasing a book of poems. I'm gonna have it published. Yeah, Once I think I you got like what? You, I think you got like 120 or something like that, 130. About 150. I'm waiting until I get about 200, and I'm gonna pick and choose the the, the hundred that I want to publish. Want to go with? Yeah. Damn. It, it, is there like, how do you come up with your poetry? Is it just through your life, or do you have a theme that you're going for? Like, what's the motivating have, factor there? I have the curse of a writer, man. Um, <laughs> like for whatever yeah. reason, it just kid things like concepts, schemes, things, and topics just come to me. Um, and it, I just, I can't turn it off. I, I just like little Wayne said, you, you just can't stop rhyming or you can't stop, you know, coming up with something to, 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 to expand on it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, it, it can, it comes from a variety of different places. It can come from, you know, uh, uh you know, some uh, experiences that I've been through, um, a concept that I want to talk about, um, uh, a thought process that I had going on on a specific subject. 
um, controversial subjects. It could be anything, you know, it could be yeah. just historical references. It could be something that I read that I was, you know, that I was like, oh, I like that. I like where that process of that thought came from. I like that. And then I'm like, I might expand on that idea. You know, it's kind of yeah. like that. Yeah, that's cool. That's like, you know, I think artists now are very much more than just musicians. Like, Absolutely. That's, that's what we're seeing is like more and more, especially hip hop artists are finding their their art in different ways. I've, I mean, I've spoken to people who paint and who draw and like obviously doing poetry. And for a lot of them, I mean, a couple of people I've spoken to, that was the entryway to hip hop was like mm-hmm. working on poetry in school and just like writing and then realizing that you can craft sentences in a particular way and then realizing that, hey, this is kind of what I love to do. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, uh, I've pressed a couple of ladies already with uh, my uh, this one <laughs> poem that I have. It's called Doesn't Matter the Direction. And I wrote it. I wrote it so that you can read it from top to bottom and from bottom to top. That's cool. Yeah, so yeah. like... Like oh, that, like all instantly they go yo, you you're a writer, right? I'm like yeah. There's nothing that I can't <laughs> I can't do with yeah. a picture. Probably should. <laughs> I might have to because be, be, to, to, to be honest with you, he's the one that got me back into 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 hip hop because um I don't know if you know a little bit. I think I, we we try to promote our uh, our origin story, um especially with this run that we're having right now. Um, I got to give all the credit to my twin brother because. Um, he knows, you know, coming from a place that we came from, you know, uh, we, we, you know, we grew up in Brooklyn. Uh, we've been writing since we were nine. Um, we both joined the army um, and we literally um, kind of we kind of grew apart a little bit. Um, he kind of, you know, s- separated himself doing his own thing with his family. I've been doing my own thing with my family. And um, when I finally got out the service and he got out the service, you know, he was like, hey, man, come back. And I finally came back and he was like, hey, man, like, let's go full fledged into this. And And I was super um against it against it i was super against it it was like i'm like for what like why you know like you know i I don't have anything to prove to anybody or whatever cases but he was like nah man like we're super talented hey how about we just we just throw something out there and see if people like it and everybody captivated to it and loved it and the the feedback that i got was like all right bro let's let's continue it you know and and the biggest pitch that that um i'm trying to make it short but the biggest pitch that i had was let's do something that nobody's ever done before and and I got to give credit to my brother. You know, he came up with the concept of 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 what our song titles of telling a spoken word story from beginning to end. Every song that we ever released, every album that we ever released, all the track titles in sequence tell us tell us a spoken word story. And um, I was captivated by that. I was like, I'm I'm all for it. I think it's dope. Especially if we can continue it and you know build on it and and keep going. And I promised them a hundred records. So I said, I'll give you a hundred records. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said, I, I said, I, I said, I'll. I help you write a hundred records and, you know, we'll put it out there for the world to consume and, you know, we'll reevaluate it at that point. So um, I'm just happy for this journey. I'm happy to, 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 to obtain the, 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 the insight and the, the, the creativity and the, and the feedback that we've received so far from it. It, it speaks volumes to me and it's, and it, it, it keeps me motivated to keep going, you know? Right. Let me ask you, what made, what were you going to do instead? Let's say, he doesn't come back to you. Let's say he doesn't say this is what we're going to do. Like, what were you going to do? What was the plan and what was making you consider or honestly just be against going down this journey? Okay. So, um, as my twin knows, um, I'm, um, we are, I would say we, we are very successful outside of hip hop. Um, we make a good living with our day jobs. I don't really want to speak too much on that, you know, cause I like my personal life, but, uh, you know, um, but uh, my personal life, I have a great career. I have a great um, uh, job. I have a wife. I have kids. Um, so I was more focused on just taking care of that element and, and expanding on that specifically and not uh, uh, deviating from that. Um, so this was more hip hop was for me was more of a creative outlet that I can display my my creativity and my my, my passion. Because to be honest with you, if I can, if if. If this if if hip hop was my full time job, I would absolutely I, I would absolutely love it, and this would be my it would be it's my dream job, put it that way. Um, but if I wasn't doing hip hop, I would be pretty much just taking care of my wife, my kids, my family, and you know expanding on the 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 you know the 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 lifestyle that I have now. I done bought a house, you know, I sold a house. I'm trying to buy more property. 
Um, I'll probably be a, I'll probably be some guy that's doing real estate, you know, uh, uh, with multiple properties and accumulating wealth that way, and teaching everybody that that's around me and that 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 are that are close to me how to do it and how to you know progress that way and build wealth, you know, on uh, that way. So if that to answer your question, that's pretty much what I would be pretty much doing. Yeah, I mean, we're like 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 Twin said, like we're 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 very successful outside of hip hop, and because we love hip hop and it was our first love. Um, my first passion, our first everything. Um, I never wanted to forsake her. If that makes sense. So I had I was doing my best to like uh tug tug at my brother's heartstrings, like, hey man, <laughs> we got we got we got all this, we got all these records just sitting there, bro. What are we gonna do with it? He's like, yeah, oh, he's like loyalty, man. Be loyal. Loyal. <laughs> like, you know, loyal. I was like, I'm, in my mind, I was like, bro, you you the you the greatest living room rapper that ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he knew he knew that. You know that that line poked at me a little bit. Yeah. The he was like, the room rapper, I was like, all right now, all right, okay now. Nothing <laughs> like your brother that knows exactly how to get, you know, just rub you up the wrong way. I've got two younger brothers and they oh, know yeah. exactly what to say to piss me right. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what he did. He got he put that fire in my back. I was like, all right, fuck that. I ain't going to be a living room rapper no more. <laughs> so that kind of that kind of propelled, you know, uh, uh, the situation we got going on right now, so. Yeah. And we love it, man. This has been a great journey so far. I'm like, we're off to a got hit the ground running. I love it because, like, we're just yeah. a lot of people are starting to notice that we're just so much better than anybody that you ever considered a peer. I'm like, don't uh, put me on a record. I'm I'm dog walking anybody. I promise. Yeah. You. <laughs> like I said, I'm that like, competitive. I'm yeah, like, 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 but Twin said, we're, we're we're super competitive, and a lot of people that really know us or get to know us, they realize how competitive we are because, especially if if I felt like Twin dog walked me on the track, I'm like. Hold on, wait, wait, wait a minute. Let me go back and write this. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I can't, you know, it's like the the competitiveness in me is like I can't let you just dog walk me on yeah. this, or I can't let you just 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 trash me on this, or I feel like I didn't give it my all. So you know, we always come with we come with it every single track, every single concept, every single topic, and we make sure we try to kill it. I mean, I mean, think about it. I, even uh, what a lot of people don't know, um, twin. Uh, uh, wrote a wrote a, a a verse to that then she came record. It was like one of the the first strip club records we 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 uh we wrote and one of our hottest records that's quick out right story. now. Say quick again. Back, quick backstory on that. So that that we we asked our castle like we we don't call them fans. We we asked our castle like yo, you know, look at our our catalog and tell us what we're missing. And everybody was like, sex sales club records. You're missing that. <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, I, I'm like, I yeah. challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Say less. Yeah. So, and then, and then to to piggyback. So, pretty much, like, uh, Twin came up with a with a hook and a verse, and I was like, man, this is fire, but it don't fit. It, it don't. Yeah, it don't fit. The, it don't go, fit the concept. So, I was like, all right. So, I listened to I listened to what he said. He sent me. We we always share notes in our in our phones. So, I I looked at his note. I said, let me let me recreate it. I took the last piece of uh, of his of his hook and recreated a whole new hook, and I read it, read it a verse. And his original verse that was on that song, I didn't like it. He actually straight up said, "Yo, bro, like this." I said, "Nah, bro, that's not that's not it. You, <laughs> not you, it. you, you can go harder." And I was like, "I told him, I said, you can go harder than that. Like, I just feel like you didn't go hard enough." And um, he went back to the drawing board. He wrote it in he wrote it in like thirty minutes. I can't. I, he came back in like thirty minutes, like I'm done. I said, "Wow, okay, you know." And he, we went to the, we went to the, the, the studio. We laid it down, and I was sitting there like, "Yo, that's this track. This this record is crazy." <laughs> um, so that just kind of show you the competitive nature that we have, and you know, something like that. If I feel like it's not up to par, I'm gonna tell him it ain't up to par. Same thing with him. He could be like, "Nah, bro, you could have did that better." Or I don't like that line that didn't fit or whatever, you know. And and we'll, I go back. I believe I try to that, do something that's gonna make him go wild. And I believe that every hip hop artist. And every writer needs that person that's gonna tell you the that's that ain't not, it. That ain't that's it. Not it. Yeah, <laughs> we need that those people it, you know? to tell you like that's not it. <laughs> like you know, I think it's I think a lot of that is missing. Yeah, I think I think so too. I think I think a lot of mainstream artists, if they had that person in their corner, they'd be like, "Hey, bro, that what line? That wasn't it. Hey, switch that or nah, I don't like that. That that's trash. Do do it like this. You know, I think it, I think the game would be a lot different. I think." A lot of people would, you know, really take heed to that and take constructive criticism. I mean, I mean, I've had I've had people in my comment section talking about, you know, and I was trash. And then I had the same person in another comment talking about that was the greatest thing I've ever heard in my yeah. life. So it's yeah. like, you know, I just take all criticism. So okay, 
you don't like this sound. I'm going to make sure next time I come out to you or I, I display something to you, I'm going to do something that's going to make you say, oh, yeah, that was it. You know, right. so we, we, we kind of combat that. And, you know, we, we use that as fuel. You all brought up something interesting to me, and I have a corporate career as well. So I don't do this yeah. full time. And, and so... We're in the corporate world too, though. Right? Yeah. So, but what's interesting to me though is the the parallels of the different careers. And you know, I ask myself this question. I'm sure you guys do the same thing. Is like, at what point would I stop corporate life right. and move into full time artist? Because at the same time as this continues to grow and get better, so does your other career. It continues yeah, to grow yeah. and then the money starts to become an amount that you start to turn around and go, well, it's actually life-changing money. Yeah and, yeah. and the risk that you ultimately are, uh, are taking going full-time artist becomes only greater. As you said, you've got families, you've got houses, right. you've got responsibilities as grown yeah. men to still uphold. And then the risk is really there. Ah. And and so so I wonder like your mindsets of like your hope is that you'll be at a point where you can make the choice. Right. Mm-hmm. That's but, the best part. But even the choice is a scary choice at one stage. And I'm interested to know how you guys think about it, you know, when you approach it ultimately. Cause at one stage there will be a time where you can't do both, where one just requires all your attention. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I would say that uh, we've we've come into that situation. I think what twice now, um, but and we we had to turn down the opportunity only because the the numbers weren't right. So it's one thing to be you know have all this knowledge and be smart enough with you know contracts and you know legal language and offers and blah blah blah. But you gotta you gotta have a, lo- a lawyer and you gotta be like you know read the fine print and understand if that's really you know good for you in whatever situation that you're in. We're mm-hmm. looking forward to the per the, to the greatest to a great opportunity. We never we we're very open to, you know, all you know, you know, you know opportunities, um, but we're not going to be foolish about it. Um, and you know, and that's that scares a lot of people. They're like, wow, they, we can't just dangle a person in front of their face and think that they're just going to say, yay, yay, kumbaya. Like, you know, it's different. Like, so um, to answer your question specifically, like we're looking forward to that opportunity. And when we do make that opportunity, we've never, we've never run from anything. Like we're army jumping out a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> <You're back. laughs> at some point you gotta, you, most times you'll be like airborne and exit that yeah. aircraft. Yeah. So, and, and just to jump off that, um, I, I agree. That's a great question. Um, I would say um, the, the juggling act of between choosing, you know, a profession like this and, a, you know, a corporate profession, um, I would say, um, I think that's what differentiates, I think that's what really differentiates us. I think um, I've always been really good at numbers. Um, um, and, and and until I can absolutely make that jump or that leap and say, all right, I can do this full time based off of this basic, you know, math equation and say, all right, I can do this. Or is it going to be more lucrative for me to say, no, don't do that and do something else. And I think those, I think those decisions have happened to me and Twin already um, where we've had multiple uh, record offers um, that came across us and we didn't entertain them because I, like I said, uh, those, uh, those offers didn't really uh, equate to what we do in our lifestyle. But I mean, let's think about it in a business standpoint where you have, um, a, a label that thinks they they see the potential you have and they see the money that you can make, but they don't trust that right. you have the capabilities to do it right now. I think they they looking at it from all right. Well, we're going to give you this deal because this is where you're at in your career. But they don't look at they don't know our personal life. They don't know what we bring to the table outside of that. So them throwing us chump change is not going to make us jump. It's going to be like. Okay, bro, I can make that in a year. I'm not worried about that. You know what I mean? Like that, that's not even entertaining. You know, that's like, oh yeah, throw that in my face now. But it's not, you know, the the math the, when they say the math ain't mathing, that's kind of what that's kind of what comes with that. And I think those type of hard decisions really come with the right offer. I think if somebody came to us with the right offer, the right, the right numbers that made sense, especially for now, that 
you know, especially because I, I always look at it, I always look at my career. Well, um, and I'm not sure if Twin does the same thing, but I always look at my career to say, all right, between one to one to five years, what can I make? You know, right. what what is my what is my outcome after giving five years of my time doing something like this? You know, and how does my family outlook? How what, you know, I kind of just that, divvy it up that way. And if the same thing, if the music doesn't make sense for five years or even three years, if three years doesn't make sense, then it doesn't, it doesn't, it won't make me jump. So I think that kind of propels that situation, that, that decision in a way. Um, but I think ultimately when it comes down to it, like if we had a, the right math offer. Right. If process, the math is right, we, 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 we yeah, I'm we, pretty sure. Hip hop is different for us because we'll do it for free. Yeah. You know? Like we're, it's not, it's we're doing it for free right now at this point. Shit. Kind of. You know what I'm saying? I mean, realistically. But, but, it, but we are making money from it, Twin. Like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But it's yeah. not it's not the money that you know the mainstream guys, quote unquote, get. But it's great. Yeah, exactly. It's just not. A, it's just it just doesn't equate to you know how much we make outside of that. So until yeah. that until that meets that horizon, until it balances, we yeah. won't make that leap. I think I think once the balance kind of meets, where it's like, oh yeah, th- we're making this, but then we're also making this, and it's like, all right, you know what? I think if we actually gave this full time, we'll make a lot more money than this full time. And I think that's what's really going to propel that decision. hundred well, percent. I think at that point you're like, how long can I do both at the same time? If because they, they're at the, so that's, that's, what, that's what exactly. I'm like. It's like that's such great I'm, money. Yeah. Like, oh, it's such great that, money. How that's what that's what I'm saying. Like you know, yeah. it gets to a point where like, all right, your your dream job starts making as much money as your other job, but then you're like, man, I'm doubling the amount yeah, of money like, and I, and then do I really want to get rid of one income stream? Like I'm killing it I, at both. So then like the maths, like you have to be like, well, if I could double my time in one air, like, and it just becomes this thing. And I recognize it within myself. I'm like, at what point I'd have to be like making close to double. I I'm selfish enough to be like, I want to be able to do both as long as I can and succeed for as long as I can. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I agree. I mean, what, what do they always say? They always say, um, and I pride my, I pride myself off this one saying that says, um, take chances and take risks. You know, you, you learn more from mistakes than anything else. So, you know, I, I look at it like this. Sometimes you got to be a risk taker. And I think, um, me and Twin have, have grown to be risk takers. I mean, we jumped out of perfectly good airplane. So uh, I think, <laughs> I think you know, the the risk taking when it comes into it, I feel like uh, I don't mind taking risks. I don't mind taking chances because guess at the end of the day, um, we all have to jump out there and put our necks on the line for something, you know, and, and especially something that we believe in, especially music or whatever cases. I just feel like once the situation provides itself or presents itself and, and, and we feel as though we can definitely captivate this and really propel forward way further than we've propelled before anywhere else i think that's when we'll take that jump or take that leap so i I think um we haven't been presented that we haven't been presented that wow oh yeah yeah, that's it factor so and 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 like i said our biggest my biggest goal that i promised my twin brother was i'm gonna give him 100 records so hopefully (laughs) i'm praying anywhere between that that 100 record span is when we'll have to because I told him I said I've done hundred records if we're in the same boat I said hey we got to reevaluate things bro uh, this is what it is, you know so and you know what I, you know um, what I'm gonna end up doing you know what I'm gonna end up doing what hey come on man you the greatest liberal rapper that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that that that's pretty much what it is yeah that's facts let me ask you both about your your military because. I find personally, I've never served, but my parents, my grandparents have served in the military. And I always find it interesting, the mindset of like people who join, but then also the experience and the mindset after. When you look at your, you know, military careers and when you look at the experiences you had, what's the overall review? Do you guys look back on it fondly? What's the... Yeah, what do you feel when you think about it and when you reflect on that journey? I mean, I got I'm I'm I've I've been blown up twice in Afghanistan, so um so not as say, fondly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, no, there's a there's a lot of com- <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of camaraderie there. Um I I do miss the friendships. I I you know, even in the military I was rapping, you know. So it's like, you know, I I've met a lot of people all over the world. You know, and, and and especially all over the you know United States and stuff like that. And I've met a lot of lifelong friends. So like you know, th- but the mindset was like you know keep going, 
you know, even my other, uh, I have a really good uh, close friend. Um, shout out to, uh, to, to, to Chavez, but, and Shea McGee, it, he turned into a professional boxer, you know, and he got, and he's working his way up through the ranks and stuff like that. And we both, you know, he looked at me, he was like, man, I salute everything that you're doing, this, that, and the third man, keep going. I'm we telling, telling each other the same thing. I said, look, man, the bigger you get, then I owe you a rank walkout. So. <laughs> said, yeah, I, I would say, um, to answer your question too, uh, I miss the I miss the camaraderie. Um, I miss the, the 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 relatability, the camaraderie, because you know you know a lot of you know civilians they don't really understand the the, the toll that it takes on the family, the mind, the the body. Um, but I, I do I do miss the camaraderie and in, in, in lifelong friendships. Like you said, I mean I still have, I still have you know connections with a lot of guys that I serve with, and you know we have great relationships even after that. We don't have to talk to each other for you know seven months, and guess what? We get up with each other in the next you know, eight months later, it's like we was never, you know, never separated. So um, I do miss that camaraderie. I do miss that that connection. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I mean, I look at my I look at my career. I've, I've been to war as well. Um, but um, I, I, I look at the overall concept was it was it was a success um, right. being that uh, uh, it, it the, the army served exactly what I wanted it to serve for myself as a great stepping stone to propel my career, propel uh, my status, um, to, to help me gain the, the, the knowledge, the, the connections, the lifelong uh, uh, relationships, the, 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 the professionalism, the, um, and, and the professionalism and the, and the, uh, uh, the career driven outlet um, that helped me propel myself and, and mold myself into being, you know, successful outside of hip hop. I would say definitely did everything it did everything I wanted it to do, um, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I'll do it again tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because uh, people have so many varying perspectives. A lot of people say I wouldn't do it again. Obviously, you guys look back and you're like, I'm glad I made that choice. I'm glad that yeah. that I went for it. But you know, I. It's always weird to me of like the idea of going and then the reality of being there are two polar different different things. Uh, (laughs) Early on, especially, especially when that first bomb go off, you'd be like, Oh Oh my God. I'm really, I'm really out here. I could die right now. So what is that? What is that feeling like? So obviously you had a couple of IEDs go off, you know, all all fun, you know, you know, just just chilling, and you're like, but but bombs are going off, right? Yeah. What is that like? What is that like? Of like, because at some point the penny drops or the pin Organized. drops, and you're like, oh fuck, this shit yeah, is it's real. Like, yeah. yeah, it's um, like organized yeah. chaos. Organized chaos is like oh, organized chaos. Yeah, yeah, it's like organized chaos. If that makes sense, like it's like all right, cool. Yeah, there's order to this, but this shit is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yo. Yeah. Um, like you be like when you're in a convoy, you're like, that's a big ass crater. Then they really blew up the road. Like, oh shit. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. You know, you know? And, and and even even from my standpoint, I think uh I think my oh shit moment was I had a realization moment, uh a, a life, a life realization moment because I think what happened for me my first time getting into contact, you know, with the enemy, yeah. I think uh I realize who people are. Yeah. Especially, especially in hostile situations. I realize who I am. You find out who the cowards are. You see, you you find out who the suckers are, right? You find out who the cowards are. You know, I thought you were, you know, you know what I'm saying? So you kind of like, you kind of get to know who, who certain people are and who's really about that life and who's not, you know, something like that. So, um, but don't get me wrong. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody, everybody that I've, I've served, I've served with personally, um, we'll get down if they need to get down, you know, especially life death situations. But I think, you know, there's a lot of people that portray the tough guy, you know what I'm saying? But they're very, they're very much followers when, when shit gets real. Um, yeah. I think that that's kind of, that's kind of what I, I gained out of my, I gained out of that, those, those kind of traumatic experiences was kind of realizing who people are. And I realized who I am specifically, um, and you know, a lot of people commend me for what for even what I've done. I don't really want to get too too far into the weeds with that, but a lot of people commend me for what I've done. You know, on numerous occasions, and you know, took charge and you know, 
you know, uh, uh, was really, you know, aware and cautious and stuff end, like man. that. Seen the, seen the mission to the end. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I'm like, hey, fuck it. If I die, I die. I'm not going out like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's just me. I, I don't, I can't speak on a lot of other people, but I know me. Yeah, I ain't going out like a bitch. It, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck so, fuck it all. Um, that, that's, that's what I gained out of the situation. But yeah, I'm listening though. Well, I'm glad you're both still around and that you didn't go out. Like, I think, you know, a lot of the perspective is like, I just don't want to go out. So I'm going to survive this thing, however the hell I, I need to survive it. But I do agree, you see true character in crisis. Like, you know, when shit goes wrong, and I think you see it not to that level, but just even with your friends or your family, you know, plans fall through or there's booking or like something fucks up and you right, see yeah. who's there to fix the situation and you see right. who's there who's just like I can't do anything. I've given up and I need someone to yeah. rescue me. Right. Yeah. Right. Nobody's yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm gonna get out of this situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> get out of this. Yeah. That's a fact. Because even when I got blown up, man, I was knocked out for like shit, I think what, 10 minutes? And uh when I got up, I'm racking 250 rounds like give me the drum sack. Next <laughs> 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 smoke, sir. Can I just say, you say, when I got blown up so casually that it's ridiculous. You're just like, when I got blown (laughs) up, I was just like, whatever, and I was knocked out for 10 minutes. Everybody else, that's all they would talk about. They would be like, hey, man, I got blown up twice. I got bumped by a car (laughs) when I went to India, and I've been telling everybody that I'm invincible. Like, it was driving. (laughs) And and so, like, you know, it's... It's interesting, like, you probably don't even think about it, but the things you both have gone through to be so casually just throwing it out there of, like, yeah, that was whatever, and now I'm doing this, and it's just, like, yeah. as a as an outsider looking into your story, it's, it is incredible to hear the realities of the things you were going through and, and the realities oh, of yeah. the things you are going through. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, I mean, that's the Army. Yeah, the man, army, we, I would never a, quit. We have a very uh, dark <laughs> sense of humor. Yeah. I'm a fan. <laughs> we have a dark sense of humor. I mean, shit. Yeah, we all, dark. especially in the army, we, we go through. I mean, all in the military, we go through shit all the time. We have a very dark sense of humor. So, especially because, you know. especially because, uh, my, my friend, uh, my friend, so mind you, um, my TC, uh, Salt Wash, man, salute to him, man. Like he was in both of the vehicles when I got hit. So when I when I like came to. And I racked 50 rounds. He's like, no, chill, chill. Wait, wait, the Cowboys come. I'm like, fuck them all. <laughs> he, said, he, said, he, said, he said, he looked at me, he said, man, what you, what did you do up there? I said, bro, I don't know. He said, damn, you kissed the shit out of that 50 cow. <laughs> <laughs> he said, damn, man, you must have made out with her, man. You know, did you, did you, you know, do you know her name? Hell <laughs> uh, yeah. Hilarious. We have, like I said, we have a, we, you know, you know, us military guys, we have a very dark sense of humor, man. So, you know, it is what it is. We don't get phased too much about jokes, man. Like, we like it. Love it all. Well, I'm a fan. I I like uh, a dark humor. I think there's, there's this weird thing of, like, all the trauma that you go through, there's comedy in it. And, like, oh, th- that's the only way to get through it is to laugh about it. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a fact. Should hurt. You should hurt my story, man. I got I got a story, but I don't know if we have enough time. But I, I had a story with that one. I have like a funny ass story because like when I like for example, like I'm I'm knocked out in the truck and uh, my saw watch is like grabbing me. I'm gonna try to make this short. He's like grabbing me, trying to like shake me to wake me up because I'm out cold, right? I'm like gone. I'm like in la la land. So I finally come to, come to right, and I'm sitting down, and he's like, "Hey man, yo Mitch, you gonna be alright?" I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Twin, you gonna be good?" I'm like, "What?" He's like, yeah, and I look back at him and said, first of all, why am I on your lap, bro? This is gay. <laughs> I said, sir, I said, go get your hands off me. <laughs> yeah, buy me dinner first or something. I'm like, God damn, like, bro, I'm like, I should be here, man. Why? That's not your, that's not your plate, sir. <laughs> <laughs> funny man yeah, I, have, yeah. I have stories for days for that man. that's always a cigar story man. it's funny that's awesome we're gonna have to do another one and just go through your your military stories and just just everything we got a, y'all we got went. a bunch man yeah. yeah well let me ask you obviously you both have a sense of humor obviously you both like 
have fun and, and like are not scared of joking around. Do you find that transitions well into your music of being able to have fun and like joke and like, you know, say things that the, the fans are like, wait, did they really say that? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, we have fun with it all the time. Yeah. Um, like Twin, Twin, Twin has a, um, a record, uh, 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 well, a, a whole little secret EP. Yeah. That he, did, that he actually, he actually written, recorded without me. Facts. So I was, I remember I listened to it. I was like, hey, man, this is fine. He's like, nah, man, the, the last song is controversial. I got to take it off. I said, no, the fuck you don't. <laughs> 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 no, the fuck you don't. And so I'm I'm actually in the process of writing my my version my version to a a couple separate beats or whatever so we can kind of you know drop it as a two pack, yeah. um and, and 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 it's funny because we had a lot of fun with that I was like hey you are out of pocket for this but just, <laughs> I think I was like I said if they don't like it fuck it, <laughs> fuck it you know? um, but we have a lot of fun with a lot of records um like even even on our last album uh we had a little skit. Uh, uh, on one of the records, we had a skit on I think number seven, vintage. Uh, uh, and well, that's what the beat, but that's what the beat's called. It's called but so, it's called so listen, so listen. And we had a we had a skit on the back end of that. And I remember we was having so much fun in the studio. The, the song was done. The, the session was done. But I remember Twin just said, "Hey man, just come here. I got to tell you a funny ass story." So we went into the booth, and he starts telling this story, and we all bust out laughing like that's crazy. That's crazy, you know. because nah, so, they kept calling guns dicks now. I said, bro, they gotta stop this nonsense. Yeah, they gotta stop the guns and the dicks. So I was like, like nah, I that's said, crazy. I said, bro, can you fucking imagine me, you, and Trey sitting down and we see our ops and I look over the car, you in the face. I say, pass me the dick, bro. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's yo, out of so, pocket. Yeah, we was having so we, out of we just had a blast, and I think I think ultimately, like we like we said, like we try to we were trying to because. Most of our songs, most of our catalog, we don't have a lot of skits, and yeah. um, a lot of people have been talking about that, bringing our skits alive, and you know, letting people see our character and letting people see, you know, the, the the funny side of us too, because everybody sees us just rapping, 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 but they don't really get to see us, you know, being us, you know. So um, we be trying to, we we're trying to dive more into that now, where we 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 have a couple skits, we have a couple things that we can just, you know. Let people see who we really are, and that was one. That was one funny ass, genuine moment, you know. And a lot yeah. of people was texting my phones. I'm like, y'all, y'all are fucking hilarious, and you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So, um, we've had a couple people say to us, man, y'all deserve y'all little podcast and so y'all, y'all motherfuckers is fucking entertaining. <laughs> so, you know, uh, so we 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 pretty much heard it all. So, I mean, I think at the end of the day, we try to bring that creativity and that that side of us onto our music as well. So, but yeah, I would say it definitely has an effect on, on a lot of stuff that we write, a lot of stuff that we uh, have done before, because I remember I said a wild line, like I think, what, what, what was it back? Cassidy said some wild, crazy stuff and we made me to joke oh, yeah. about it. And uh, I remember I had, I, but it's funny because I've done that before too, but I didn't do it. I didn't do it in front of everybody. I did it in front of Twin when I was rapping in my verse and letting him know what he liked. And I remember he was like, hey, yo, Paul. <laughs> like, he was like, nah, sir, you got to change that. <laughs> and I'm sitting there trying to, I'm sitting there trying to defend it. Like, nah, bro, I didn't mean it like they say, nah, sir, you got to change that. <laughs> so, um, I think little situations like that, we have a lot of fun, you know, especially when we're creating songs and stuff like that. We, we have a lot of character to it, too, so. Um, you know, we we just have fun, man. That's a day. That's all about you know having fun, having you know, um, you know, having a good job, uh, having a good time, creating something, and that you know, and 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 trying to make it captivating. Well, I mean, I feel like that's what fans love. It's like the music is part of it. They want to like you too. They want to feel like, hey, if I met them in the streets, I could go have a drink with them and absolutely fit in. Like, I feel like oh, there yes. are lots of artists where you're like, hey, you make good shit, but I feel like if I talk to you, I'd hate my life. Like, I'd be like, yeah. this sucks. Nah, we're not like that. Yeah, yeah. we are not like that. I, I, I literally just saw an artist today. I was going to get my uh, my window tenant, and I saw another artist I had met at a at a, at a showcase out in, uh, in Laurel. And, you know, I, I said, hey, man, how you doing, bro? He said, yeah, what's up, bro? You know, we was we was kicking it like we just, like we just saw each other yesterday. So... Um, we're very approachable, very, very, um, yeah, I'm very, very in tune with ourselves. Huh? Yeah. I said, nah, we're very approachable. Like we never, yeah, very approachable, very tune with it. And like I said, Hey, 
drinks. Hey, look, man, if you want to get in touch with the twins, man, buy me a drink, man. We can talk in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for it. You know, I'm all, I'm it's all the, for it's the, it's the It's the soldier in us. So, like, a lot of us have, like, challenge points and stuff like that. So, every time we go to a military bar, we tap, tap it, and somebody's sending drinks down all the time. Yep. So. We have when a good you, time, man. I mean, it, it, what's, what's better to get to know somebody over a drink and listen liquor, you absolutely. know? Well, it's good for me to know that's that's. Uh, I'll just challenge you both. I'll like you know competition, <laughs> a drink. Here we go. I mean, you Let's know, the the real question is like, you know, obviously Aussies have a reputation as big drinkers. Oh, like we gonna find out. I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm up for the challenge, man. I it sound like it sound like shot time. That's what it sound like. It sound like shot time. Is it shot time yet? Well, hey, I it's, ain't scared. It's hey, ten a.m. in the morning, I morning for me. Four glass right now, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the good thing is it's your evening. For me, it's ten in the morning. It, it is very oh, yeah. early for me to start ah, doing shots. I see what's going. Ah, I see what's going. I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah, I still ain't scared though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, when- hey, 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 let's reverse it. You get your evening. It'll be ten o'clock in the morning for me. I'll take a shot with you. What's up, man? All right. Do you know what we should do is throughout the day during our corporate jobs, one shot an hour every day, see if our teams notice. I think my Ooh, team, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Put, hey, mine's in the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, yep. there was actually a rumor. There was a teacher I had at high school. She used to have this massive Sprite drink bottle. It was always filled to the top and she only took little sips and she was insane, like genuinely mm-hmm. insane. She would yell at kids like, out of the window, like, so I did year 12 history in high school. And so she would literally yell at kids that were making noise outside. She'd tell them to shut the fuck up because it's a year 12 <laughs> class. But there yeah. was a rumor that she drank, she had vodka in that bottle. And literally Ooh. whenever we had officials come to the school, my principal was like, you got to go. Like, you got to go. And she was like, she, she told me what she was like, Aaron, I'm going to the bar. Don't tell anyone. It was like middle, it was lunchtime. And I was like, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the, 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 the Irish coffee is real thing, man. Hey. Hey. Whatever you got to do to get through the day. Who's the Irish man that made that? Yeah. You're the goat, man. You're the goat. Well, gents, I'm aware of obviously your time. Um, but I only have one more question for you. It's the only question that I plan on the show. It's probably the hardest question I'm going to ask, but let's do it. You, you will both have separate answers, I'm guessing, unless you can like magically have the same one. But if you we had to friends. recommend, if you had to recommend one album that everybody should listen to at least once to get an appreciation of, cannot be your own music, can be any genre of music. What would it be? It has to be our. It can't be our own music. Can't be your music. Oh shit! No. Wow. Okay, that's a great question. Damn, there's a lot of great fucking damn. Um, got one. I would I'm, say that's a I'm great sorry. fucking question because I'm I'm, I'm torn between I'm torn between two. I, can so I true. can I say before you say your answers? Can mm. you guess each other's? That's actually what I want to know. Can you? Do you think you I would think, be able to guess? Yes. I think Twin is going to guess mine. And I'm going to say it's a Nas album. Yep. I already, um, know, I already know which one. Yeah, already know which one. I'm <laughs> going to say it was written. Yep. Was going to be, if I had to choose one holistic album that was captivating from start to finish, I would say it was written. I was really, 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 really close to saying Get Rich or Die Trying by 50. Yeah. Facts. I was going to say that one. But. If, if if I had to absolutely say go listen to it was written, that's the one because like I said, I'm a poet at heart. Right. Um I'm I'm very, 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 very strong on concepts, uh uh, uh titles, oh. schemes, uh poetic nature, writing ability. I think it was written is it have to be my number one album that I would say absolutely go listen to it. And I'm gonna go and because there's so many. <clears throat> I'm gonna say Big pun, capital punishment. God. I, hey, hey, and I was close though, because I was gonna say either big pun capital punishment or you was gonna that say something with like, outcast. That, that or you was gonna say outcast. I, I was yes, it was, I was gonna one say, of the yeah, outcast was the other one, but I was like, you know yeah, what? Let me, I something I haven't said before. Like absolutely yeah. big pun, capital big punishment. Big pun capital punishment. Yeah, that was that was fine. Ah, from start to fire. I, I gotta say, you guys really, really made me very happy. Um, because capital punishment 
is in I think Incredible. in the top albums ever made. Ever, it is ever. just yeah. bars after bars. Like he's been yeah. my number one big pun for so long. Like off one album, it is ridiculous yeah. that project. Like, yeah, and you know they didn't cut out the punches. He's got you know, and his breath control is unreal i don't know how he has yeah for a big guy his sentences are so long and then you hear him breathe in and it's gross as fuck like when he's like and you're like oh it's gross but it's like adds to the character and he's just hard he's just like real tough bars and the metaphors and everything i'm just like i cannot agree more and i was i was real close i was real close my third my third would have to be big l yeah big pitch even that, Red, that Man, even Red Man's fucking fire. So even Red Man's Dare is a dark side. Yeah, like ah. it's like I said, it's it's so like, there's many, so many. Man. But I'm like, if I had to pick one, and I'm like, yo, to understand me and what I and, and like what I love the most about hip hop, to answer your question specifically, would have to be Big Pun Capital Punishment for sure. Yeah, and I, I have to say it was written by Nas because that that album had me in whoa. Yeah. I was I mean, gonna say, and then, well, and then top well, five, and then. Slim Eminem, man, Eminem. And the Marshall Mathis EP was crazy. The Marshall Mathis EP was, yeah. was crazy, bro. We're going to get there. We're going to get there because there's a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was going to say, uh, I want to say about it was written by Nas. It's not generally considered his best project. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it that much. You know, they talk about Illmatic, Stillmatic, and, you know, now he's coming back with the with the trilogy of Magic 3, the Magic right. Projects, and then the King's we'll Disease it. Projects. But, yeah. like, it's interesting because you mentioned it was written, but, you know, it, it probably, I mean, I don't hear it mentioned as much as his other projects. Right. So, nah. Technically, like, I mean, that album to me, that album to me, to, to me, I, like I said, everybody has their own opinions. Right. Everybody has their own taste on, 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 on hip-hop, but, like I said, for me, it was written was a fucking classic. Yeah, like, it's, it's it's because of, it's it's because of like the content. Like you know, we're very big on content. So if it's like, you know, from start to finish, if the content is not like you know, if it, you can you can hear that and know which direction where he was mentally, you know, um, you know, writing wise, you can see where, where he was feeling, where he where he was at in different states. Like there's a lot of different. Yeah, but people don't really listen to albums like anymore. We're trying to keep that going. Like, like whenever we put a project out, we want people to ingest it like like that. So, like, we take that much time, and we're that tedious and that you know very tedious. That we do so very very tedious. We grew up. We we grew up with that feeling of you know going to the record store, buying the record, putting yep. it in the CD player, and that was the only thing that you heard for like the next whatever, and you were able to really digest it. You know, we're still trying to hold on to that feeling of hip hop and never let yeah. that die. Well, to be fair, albums create generational artists. I agree. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you say. Singles, you die yep. by the single. Like yep. no mm-hmm. one holds on to legacy if you have a single because at the end of the day, a 10-track to 15-track project with just mm-hmm. killers, five stars all over the place is undeniable. It has it's literally like a piece of art. You spoke about Picasso earlier, but it is like Picasso. It yeah. is like you come in and you're like, I have a vision. It all ties in together. The tracks make sense, go on one after another. It's holistic. That's the only way to be a generational artist. That's the only way to have a legacy. Yeah, absolutely. I and I, I agree a hundred percent. Um especially with the two albums we dropped this year. That was huge for us to make sure that we can, you know, captivate two different two different styles of rap because, you know, like the, the biggest thing is a lot of people don't understand about us, which I would like to end off saying that the album we dropped in January, She Made Heaven Fall, <clears throat> that was like for the now culture, like the the rap now um, kind of what, what do we sound like in a today's age uh, 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 a genre of rap, you know, and then our... And then our fucking album for, that we dropped in, in 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 July for you know and froze summer was creating that straight '90s kind of feel of what we would sound like if we was rapping in the '90s. You know, kind of two different holistics of albums, and we wanted to make sure we deliver that you know successfully. Because what a lot of people don't know is we was gonna drop it as a two pack, right? Showing the difference between rapping the same the same day, two pack, go enjoy it. But we don't have. Right now, currently, um, we don't have the big enough fan base that would enjoy 
a two pack from us. You know what I'm saying? So we're trying to we're trying to get to that level where we can drop a two pack and people will consume it the same way they would consume one album. You know, so right. that's that's kind of like another goal that we have that we want to. And the best part, and the best part about that is the um is the idea between you know of the projects because like all of our like I said like our track titles go in order. So do our our, album, our our project titles started with in order of precedence. Everything changed when she came. She made heaven fall and froze summer. And there's another album right that we already have done sitting in the tuck. So <clears throat> yeah, we already have it done. Yeah, so we're looking forward to it. But like I said, it's just it's just those you know those things and like she every project and every album is like a you know, its own separate art. So like she made heaven fall. The concept between that was the battle between, you know, hell and heaven. You know, so if you listen to the bars, the Easter eggs in there are like, you know, um, you know, you know, the, the like for when I said uh why the devil think he's smarter than God, almost quit rapping back on the job, something like that. Like I'm there's always a God or there's always a God reference somewhere in the entire every track on that project. Yeah, um, exactly. <clears throat> and like and, and froze summer was a very um the, that message was for the youth like it's a it's like it's yeah. very it's like we're talking to like if it was our kid like hey it's like we're being like we're like like we're the ogs trying to yeah. give game that's not being given on the corner no more because i mean we used right. to <clears throat> we used to look up to the guys on the corner and used to you know pitch a game and say don't do it like this young blood do it like that you know da -da -da -da. that's the way you be successful but there's no more of that on the corner no more all the young dudes kind of took over and it's like fuck the old guys we just do like no direction anymore. so that's yeah, no there's no direction no more everybody's kind of just doing what they want to do and we were kind of like just like all right but this album we want to definitely deliver those heartfelt yeah. messages that that are forsaken you know um those little lessons that were given to us we wanted to give back you know so that's what that album kind of really dictated right. and kind of propelled to do so like we do that with all of our albums so like it's like don't 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 we're very layered so like there's always another layer with us so well it makes people really appreciate consuming our art well i appreciate it and obviously had a lot of fun having you both come through appreciate your time obviously the the one and only the duo the twin kings uh awesome work i'm excited to see yeah, I'm excited to see y'all continue release projects um, and see what else you're doing because you you also had singles come out this year, but obviously the the two uh, projects as we said, she made heaven fall and froze summer. Uh, they're the ones that people need to be checking out. But gents, is there anything else you all wanted to plug before we wrap it up? No, man, I appreciate um, you for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for having us, man. Shout out to Australia. We'd love to come visit, man. Shout us out. Send us a. Send us the contact, man. Get, get feed the media. And say, hey, get these guys out here now. You know, we're we're all for it. Um, also, too, we got another um single that's gonna come out. Um, I believe next year. I'll follow up with that. But it should. It, the, the song is called "How You Feel." It's a part of a um a various artist uh, uh, uh album, holistic album with a bunch of different various artists and stuff like that. So be be on the lookout for that. We'll promote it on yeah, our social media as well. I put a viral moment in that one. Yeah, he put a twin put a viral moment in there. I actually <laughs> put a viral moment in, in, in my in my song in, in the same song as well. Um, and I I think everybody would really enjoy it. It's a very motivational song, and I think everybody will love it. But that's all I got, man. Shout out to Australia. Thank you for having us, man. For real. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle for upcoming podcast news. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon under Hip Hop Hustle for exclusive content and to help support the show. Bye for now.